Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Nashville Tour Stop Podcast. My name is Aaron, and across the table from me is uh, one of my oldest friends in Nashville. Oh, the, I'm not that old. The little lion, Becca Tremel. <laughs> welcome yeah. to the show, Becca. <laughs> Thanks for having me, finally. God. I know, it's... You've had everybody on here. <laughs> I know, I feel... You're, you're going to be episode 47. Are you serious? 48, something like that. This is episode 48. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I forget. Something like that. Damn. Upper 40s. Oh, are we allowed to swear? What? Are we allowed to swear? Goddamn right you are. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm just fucking checking. <laughs> yeah, so years ago we tried to keep the podcast all like Clean. family friendly. <laughs> and then I just decided, I was like, fuck that. Yeah. It was like, I, I don't want to have to work to censor myself because it's not true to who I really am. You need to be authentic. I do curse sometimes. Yeah, occasionally. The whole the whole yeehaw mother fucker thing. <laughs> like pained you to <laughs> say it. <laughs> thank you for watching today. Uh, Becca, we're drinking Belmead bourbon. Yeah. You're using... drinking the 108 proof reserve Belmead bourbon. Mm-hmm. I'm drinking a Belmead classic. Um, did you know that this is a discontinued product now? Oh, wow. Belmead is dying. You're wasting it on me. Damn. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Just kidding. But you're more of a gin and tonic type girl, aren't you? Yeah. I do love, I feel like gin and whiskey are like my. Oh, for when you faves. said that, I was like, you're putting gin and whiskey? Together, yeah. Ugh. And in like a blender. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Maybe with an egg to I get actually, that nice froth. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, I use my frother at home. Gross. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to put it through my espresso machine just to yeah, see what happens. Just to get wild. I'm going to put it into the steam wand. What if you... Mm. Now that's a hot toddy. That... <laughs> yeah, you could steam it. You could probably steam it. Easy. I feel like 180 degree whiskey would be awful. Yeah. Because 80 degree whiskey is awful. So maybe just don't steam it that much. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever <laughs> been to uh, one of these, like, an, like any outside bar where they have like just their racks of whiskey or anything, and they pour you a drink, like a nice, neat bourbon, mm-hmm. except it's been sitting outside all okay. day? Uh, I don't know if I've had that experience. I guess I'm not that picky with temperature when it comes to alcohol. Like, I'm fine. Drinking this neat or it's room temperature now. I know. I guess this is what it's supposed to. I don't know if I've ever had like hot whiskey besides like a toddy, I guess. What also a weird name for a cocktail? A toddy? A toddy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I guess that is pretty riveting conversation on the Nashville Tour Stop podcast. So Rebecca gets here and she goes, Hey, so is this the podcast we drink on? And I was like, Not normally. And she goes, Oh, and I was like, well, I have bourbon. She goes, I would like that. <laughs> <laughs> and we're actually using my stickers as um, coasters. Yes. So uh, I, I have the Becca Trimmel I Can't Hate You sticker right here. And which one Which I one do you have? the Becca Trimmel Relapse sticker. Relapse yeah. sticker. Um, these are for your, your new release, but let's talk about that later. Yeah. No, yeah. We'll uh, save we, that. we can't, we can't we'll spoil the goods. <laughs> So when did you when did you move to Nashville? I know you've been here longer than I have. Yeah, I moved here in 2013 to go Belmont to Belmont. Alum. Mm-hmm. What'd you study? Songwriting <laughs> <laughs> and French. In French? Yeah. French Are you was, for real? Yeah, French was my minor. Je m'appelle Aaron. Je m'appelle Becca. That's all I know. <laughs> I'm going to Paris. When? In like a few weeks. Why? Yeah, just for fun skis. Nashville tour stop. Paris edition. Nashville Paris stop. I I would play that. <laughs> 
Nashville tour Paris. I have songs in French, so. So did you actually do well? Do you still speak much? Um, yeah. Parlez-vous en français? Oui, je parle beaucoup de français, mais. Um, I would. It's like hard because I'm not speaking it all the time, right. and you know I studied French for probably ten years, and because I did it all How throughout have we school. Been French this long, and you've never mentioned. There's that. no reason to talk about it, but I, if I was like immersed in it, if I moved to France for six months, I feel like I would be, you know, like fully. You want to go with me to Paris? Yeah, that'd be great. Cool. Let me just buy my ticket. So I'm actually going. What would you uh, do if I just bought a ticket to France? I, I checked to see how much tickets are because my dad bought me a flight. A billion dollars. It's like three grand right now. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous. That's like $2,997 more than I have. Do you ever think about – yes, honestly, Sam. <laughs> do you ever think about how like if you go to a store, like you, if you have an expensive bar tab, it's like 100 bucks. Mm-hmm. You're like, God damn it. I got to work for like nine hours to pay for yeah. this. Yeah, I've been thinking about that a lot. <laughs> I'm just like, that's like a whole, that's a whole ass shift. Have you ever gone to a Kroger and thumbed through the like chicken thighs, like their vinyls, looking for the one that's eight yeah, cents actually, cheaper? I like to go back into the back stock of the grocery store where they haven't packaged that yet, and I thumb through the. the you raw relabel chicken. it yourself. Yeah, you're like, it says it's sixty nine cents. Sixty period. Cents. <laughs> period. <laughs> <laughs> No, but me and Paul talked about that once, and that was really early on in our friendship of when, like, why we knew we were going to be good friends is because he did the same thing. Mm. He's like, I was so poor for so long. Like, he used to work at Top Golf, yeah, and he would, like, he was just broke. And I've been there where you just like, oh, well, this one is nineteen cents cheaper. I'm like, I think I'm going to get this because <laughs> nineteen cents is going to be the thing that makes or breaks the right. bank. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever thought that because I don't have any self-control. Um, <laughs> I'm more like, well, I could get, like, if I am out at dinner with friends or something, I'm like, I could get this meal that's, you know, $15 or, or <laughs> I could get this meal that's like 20 And I'm like, what is five bucks? That's five bucks. Well, that's five bucks. And I've then been, I tag I've been yeah. thinking about that a lot lately where, like, I would go – to a burger place like Jack Brown's, for example, up in mm-hmm. Germantown is one of my favorites. But they've got their like classic hamburger or cheeseburger. It's like nine bucks or eight bucks. Yeah. And then they've got the specialty ones that are ten ninety nine. And I'm like, that is where I draw the line. Really? One whole dollar. And and then now in my brain, I'm like, what is a dollar? What am I? <laughs> it was like one whole dollar is gonna yeah. be the thing that ruins my but day. That thing like that like. You know, I have never overdrawn my bank account <laughs> by only one dollar. <laughs> but that it's it builds up after a while, right? If you just continuously make those choices, I wouldn't know because I don't make those choices. But yeah, I love Jack. It's gotta the Cobra Kai is my favorite burger. <laughs> so you moved to so sponsored uh, by Nashi from where? Where's home? Uh, Utah, Ute- Sundance, Utah, uh, Utah, Utah. Mm-hmm. What what part? Sundance. That sounds made up. It's not. It's <laughs> they have the film festival there. <gasps> I don't know what that is. You don't know what the Sundance Film Festival is? <laughs> Never mind. I know what that I is. I didn't realize I was with uncultured swine. <laughs> I am just an uncultured swine. <laughs> um, uh, they have like some of the festival there, and then they have some of the festival in Park City. So I'm about a half hour away from Park City. And it's Sundance, like this tiny little mountain ski resort owned by Robert Redford. <gasps> and so that's... I grew up in a log cabin. With Robert Redford? Yeah. Yeah, he was actually, we shared a bathroom. 
Not a toothbrush, though. No. Well. Sometimes. Yeah. When we were counting, I was our, just watching. How when I we met, were counting, our. <laughs> have you ever our watched How I Met Your Mother? Said bargains. <laughs> You've seen How I Met Your Mother? Yeah, it's my favorite show. So I was just watching the episode where Marshall and Lily reveal that they share a toothbrush. Oh my god! And then and Ted they've... discovers that it was also him. <laughs> That's a great. And episode. everyone's like, "Is that weird?" And they're like, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> yeah so you don't share a toothbrush with uh, with Sean. Um, not every day. I don't think so. Sean, I don't if you're think I've ever seen a t- his toothbrush in my bathroom, though, now that I think about it. So the last time I was, like, <laughs> seriously dating a girl, yeah. uh, I had a toothbrush at her house. Like, like that yeah, was, that was my was toothbrush. It was, like, yeah. it was dedicated for right. when I spent the night. And one night we were brushing our teeth, getting ready to go to bed. We had watched The Bachelor, and I made pasta. Like, it was the most, like, domestic so cute. bullshit. Mm-hmm. And we're just standing there brushing our teeth. And I said, you know, this is, like, the most boyfriend-girlfriend thing we've ever done before. She goes... Are we are we boyfriend and girlfriend? And I was like, uh, <laughs> um, I was under the impression, considering I have clothes and a toothbrush, that right. I just leave here. No, that's a conversation. Yep, and I've learned that now. You got it. And uh, yeah, she that was the girl who dumped me while we were having sex. Right. Yeah. Right. She's so, famous. Yeah, that was uh, yeah. that was the one out with a bang girl. Yes. Yeah. Famous yeah. song. Hit. So that was the day after the toothbrush incident. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that whole thing went up in flames real so fast. So clearly that went to her head quickly. What? The toothbrush thing. Oh, yeah. That, that, she was like, oh, my God. It freaked her out. Yeah, clearly. Because she realized, she's like, oh, I'm not hooking up with, I'm not just like hooking up with this dude, but like, yeah, he's like, he like kind of lives here. Yeah, I accidentally built a life with this person. <laughs> <laughs> and that was when she was like, I don't want to build a life with Aaron. <laughs> Oh my god! It's like no, I've seen how he treats his friends. Mm. He's so nice. I can't be around that all the time. Yeah, that's ass. Yeah, <laughs> who likes? I, I said this on the last podcast mm-hmm. and like several of the last episodes. But you know who likes nice people? Me. Everyone. Yeah. You know who likes assholes? Every girl I've ever dated. Yeah. And that makes me sound like an asshole. But I mean, that's why we all broke up because I'm not a douche. Right. I mean, I think it's just. People people love toxic relationships. That's actually why I've written every song that I've ever written. <laughs> <laughs> toxic relationships. Yeah. You haven't so you haven't written of, anything. <laughs> you haven't written anything about Sean. No um, one wants to hear about being I've happy. Written, I've written songs about Sean. What's it called? I wrote Genesis about Sean. I played it at the show. You should write a song called uh, Beardo. Beardo. Beardy. Yeah. That's I'll, the, I'll put I-L-Y-B. that in my notes right now. I-L-Y-B. I'll put that right in there. I love your beard. <laughs> Kesha. Shout out, Sean. If you're listening to this, I'm not giving you $5. <laughs> I kind of ate shit on that one when Becca listened. Yeah. Mm. So that's I kind of owe you five bucks. Or more whiskey. And Or honestly, yeah. I've got, I've got lots of that. Yeah. So we're fine. We're so square. you moved here in 2013. Mm-hmm. You did uh, school at Belmont. Mm-hmm. Did you grow up thinking you were going to be a musician? Did you always know that this was the thing you were going to do? So I was writing songs when I was five. I no shit. always loved song structure. I was obsessed with like lyrics. I didn't know how to play any instruments, but I was writing when I was really little. And okay. I would just come up with melodies, and then I would like, go sing it to my parents. Do you remember the first song you ever wrote? It was called Upside Down. Oh, and, that's cute. <laughs> and um, we 
yeah, I, we like performed it for my parents because my brother played drums. So That's it was like cute. just me singing Little and my brother band. playing drums. <laughs> There's no like. Do you know what you guys could have been called? <laughs> you could have been called Let There Be Tremel. <gasps> That's a great idea. Mm-hmm. I'll text Jake. It's his birthday today. You um, should text your brother and be like, I have a great idea. Do you remember when we were five? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> It was just like a oh my life is upside down and nobody cares. I was in my ever I was in my ever Levine stage <laughs> when you were five. Yeah, I would say five to seven. Like five to seven, <laughs> you're like, it's never gonna get better. <laughs> that Everyone is a was, yeah. that is a cry for help coming from a millennial if there ever was one. Oh yeah. Don't worry, I had those too. Well, I think my parents were kind of shocked that I wrote it, um, considering considering you were I was seven, so tiny, <laughs> yeah. and, and they're like. What is wrong with her? Like, is something actually like, <laughs> Becca? What do, do we need to get you to right. talk to someone? Well, after we played it, my parents were like, "Who? Like, whose song is that?" And I was like, "Oh, I wrote that." And they were like, "You wrote that song? That's so good." But also, <laughs> are you okay? <laughs> and they still have that. They still people have that still, reaction. People still to ask. This day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I made that. Jo- so I've been making a lot of, uh, shall we say, self-deprecating dating jokes lately. Mm. Okay. And uh, I went are you okay? This, I, I went out with this girl a few times, and she she broke things off, and that was fine. We went out a couple of times; it was no big deal. But I was at the local the other day, mm-hmm. and I was sitting on the patio, and a couple of my friends showed up, and we were just chatting. But I made I made like several of those jokes in a row, and my friend Mia just looks across the table, and she goes in like a very gentle. She goes, "Aaron, like, are you okay? You've like you've brought this up several times now," and I was like, "Oh." Yes, I'm fine. You like, just break down in tears. I was just trying to be funny. <laughs> Sorry. You're like, oh, I'm good. It's like, I'm good on Are the you? outside. <laughs> yeah. Well, not even, not even really a... on the outside. Mm. <laughs> it's like, I got into a skateboard accident not too long oh, ago. Yeah. So, like, I'm I'm still still healing a little bit. Oh, it's looking pretty good, though. Well, I literally, I thought of. you got hit by a car. I was like, oh, shit. I got, Aaron driven, got, off, hit by I got car. driven off the road by a car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that didn't feel good. No. You know what does feel good? Self-deprecation. <laughs> <laughs> Self-deprecating human bourbon. Oh. <laughs> Cheers. These do not work as posters. So, Becca. Mm-hmm. We met in the early days of Nashville Tour Stop. Yes. Back at uh, Ball Court Tarps. Uh, R.I.P. <laughs> Ball Court Taps. And... Uh, I can't recall exactly, but I think you mentioned that it was uh, Katrian Vanderbeck at the mm-hmm. time. Now Katrian Shaw had booked you for one of those. Yeah, I'm was, pretty sure. I think you either played like the 6 o'clock or the 11 o'clock tour I stop. I think it was the earlier one. The early one? Yeah. And I remember seeing you because you played Average Joe. Mm-hmm. And that was the song that made me fall in love with you. Wow. <laughs> Not je- what are the words? Not that average. Joe. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That song. That's Who did you write that about? Uh, Joe? A man named no. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I was, um, that song's so funny. I was in uh, Indiana. Um, I was on a trip with my, someone I was dating at the time, and I went on, like, a radio show, and uh, the person who was the promo director did not want <laughs> me to play <laughs> and he just didn't think that he was like we only play like Luke Bryan and all these other famous country artists and you know who do you think you are and I was like 
uh, <laughs> uh, just an independent artist trying to get my music out there. And he was just so awful to me and so giant, rude. A giant doucher. Yeah, and I remember leaving and I was, um, we were driving home and I was so upset. I was really sad, but I was also really angry. And um, and I was just, and I came up with the idea right then. Because I was like, oh, Joe, average I Joe. I don't know who you think you <laughs> yeah. are. And I was like, oh, I'm going to make the hook. I'm not that average. Joe. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> so... No, that was one of my my uh, very early fave Beck songs. Oh, Are you ever going to put that one out? Uh, yeah, I'm actually <gasps> going to put that one out Spoiler. after maybe this one. Yeah. That's a good one. So you wrote that when? Average Joe. I wrote in uh, 2017? Something like that? Yeah. The late 2017, 2010s. 2018? Yeah. Cool. And uh, look at us now. Here we are. I honestly don't know what got us to this point other than just... A lot of whiskey. A lot of, <laughs> a lot of this, a lot of gin and tonic. <laughs> yeah. So you're also a big fan of uh, doing trivia. Yeah, I love trivia. Trivia. Oh my God. <laughs> have you ever won trivia? Yes, I have. And um, I've won multiple gift cards. And yeah, we have, have like a, a trivia team? team. But it's usually just me and Mitch and Sammy. My invite me sometime. Yeah. I, I remember trying I've to tried come. to invite you, but the, it's on Wednesday and you do uh, Sundays. Yeah, I'm busy. Yeah. But the neighbors does it on Tuesdays. Ooh. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. We but. did trivia once at Neighbors. Yeah, we did. We were that we were on a date. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> we went on we went on one date. Was it though? And uh I ended up eating shit because I mentioned to Brandon Ellis that I felt like I was on a date with my sister. <laughs> oh my <God. laughs> Which it did. So <laughs> it did. I felt like I was on a date with my sister. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I am kind of a girl, so. Yeah. I mean, we came in like fourth, though. <laughs> yeah, we didn't even plan on playing trivia. <laughs> yeah. We were just there and they're like, and trivia is starting. And we're like, oh, <laughs> all right, let's do it. Like, let's give it a shot. Yeah, it was so loud, too. So I like trivia. Yeah. I, I don't know much. Just period. I think I don't know. Man, I, don't I think know you things. did pretty good, though. I, you had some good I, I didn't. I didn't place. <laughs> like no one. No one ever brags about coming in fourth place. Yeah. Like um, no one. No one who plays in the Olympics mm-hmm. is like, guess what place I got? Fourth. fourth. <laughs> I like, would say that. I didn't, I came in I didn't even the get. I didn't even get a medal. Um. Uh, Participation I, I just, trophy. There's really no feeling like when you write the answer down and you're not exactly sure <laughs> of it, and then, then you right. get it right, and, and like know. nobody else got it right, right, and you can tell, and you're, and then you're all just like screaming, and it's really obnoxious. Like there, <laughs> that's like that's got to be like coke. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know. I've never done. I've never coke. done it either. But I'm like, that's got to be what drugs feel like. Ooh, right? that should that should be like a segment on a TV show, like. <gasps> Two people who've never done drugs talk about what, <laughs> what it might be like, like to doing do drugs. drugs. <laughs> yeah, probably. That's what, that's all what I. What do you can think mushrooms are like? Um, I feel like probably. I, I mean, I've people have talked about pretty insane experiences with it's mushrooms. It's like a TP and a wigwam. Two tents. What? The- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> I feel like that's your dad joke for the day. Oh, okay. I I don't even know if I understand it. A teepee? Yeah, like a tent. And a wigwam? What's a wigwam? 
it's a Indian, uh, like a Native American Indian. Oh God! Tent. Now I'm not cultured. <laughs> there you go. I hey. got you, bitch. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's a TP and a wigwam. It's mm. two. It's two tents. Two tents. Like two. Oh, it's like two tents here. T e n s e. Yeah, like it's, it's two tents. It's intense. It's tense. Okay. Man, nothing ruins a joke like having to explain <laughs> every part of it. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I've had seven glasses of whiskey. No, I'm kidding. Oh my <laughs> So tell us about how you got started in music. What 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 made you wanna wanna do this more as a kid? So the Bluebird Cafe. Okay. Has um, they send people send Nashville songwriters out to uh, Sundance. Every That's summer, cool. and they started doing that when I was a kid. After I'd been writing songs and I'd been wanting to, you know, do more music, um, my parents took me to this. They have this like giant amphithe- outdoor amphitheater at, at Sundance. Maybe not giant, but it's like you know, giant for what I thought was. <laughs> and um, <laughs> yeah, these songwriters would come and play their hit songs that I knew when I was little, um, if they were country or whatever. And I was just dumbfounded like I was shocked that these were not the artists these were just the writers of the songs like the artists don't write their songs you know not all the time right um but and this was just their job and we got we would talk to them afterwards and my dad would be like oh my girl's a songwriter and I'm like (laughs) I'm nine (laughs) and sometimes would invite them to my my cabin like my house and I would play them my stupid you know childhood songs and they were all so nice to me how my life has been turned (laughs) I wasn't invited to be in this spelling (laughs) that's exactly right except I didn't I was homeschooled so all that oh, makes. so you came in first in every spelling bee. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know you were homeschooled. Yeah. No wonder you're such a nerd. A weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I think I just like, I saw that that was a job that you could write songs and I was like, oh my God, that's, that's, cool. that's what I want to do. And I just have been fixated on that ever since. So do you uh, like writing songs for other people? I used to do that more. And um I think before I did my cruise contract, my cruise contract in uh, 2019, I was like, I'm just a songwriter and I just want to write with artists and for artists. But then after I came back, I was like, no, nah, I want to do the artist thing. So let's talk about that. When did you get into uh, cruise shipping? Uh, May, no, March of 2019, my drummer, Sammy, had come back from a cruise contract and she was basically saying that Carnival, which is the company that I worked right. for, was looking for country duos. Ooh. And she was like, you have to go do it. And I was like, ah, and I'm not in a duo. <laughs> and I also am not, like, I didn't do really long country, country cover gigs. You know what I mean? Like, I love country, and I, I know all the songs, but I hadn't done, like, the Broadway thing or, you know, just those really long sets. And I knew I could do it, but it's just nothing I ever, like, fully pursued. Plus, I just wanted to be a songwriter. <laughs> um, and so I thought of the first, you know, I was thinking of people I could go with, people that I could, like, live in a tiny room with for four months and not, you know, murder each other. And <laughs> I was like, <laughs> and I was like, and people that we would compliment each other well musically with our mm-hmm. voices. And I was like, well, the one person I can think of that does the most similar thing to me and is also a good friend of mine is Emery. Mm-hmm. So I Emery called Adeline. her Emery Adeline. Shout, shout out. Shout out. And uh, so I called her and I was like, "Do you want to go on a cruise ship with me?" <laughs> and it was like a three minute conversation. And she was like, 
driving somewhere. She was like, um, yeah, let me think about it. And I was like, okay. And then two <laughs> months later, we were auditioning for Carnival Damn. here in Nashville. And we said we had like 300 songs that we knew together. And we had literally like three. three. <laughs> so we gave them this list of songs that we quote knew. And, um, and I was like, God, I hope they don't just say like, play that one. <laughs> It's and like, all right, play beer for my horses, and you're like, no, oh, we can do that one now. <laughs> but um, yeah, so we just played the ones that we had prepared, and they were they hired us on the spot. Hell and yeah, we were out on a ship two months later. How long was the contract? It was the first one was four months. The That's second a long one, time. It was, and like, did you enjoy it? I loved it. It was really scary the first few weeks, especially. Um, I remember I had like a goodbye party. At my house before I left and um, just, like, had all my friends come and everybody. And I was just outside on my lawn just bawling my eyes out just for, like, five like, oh hours. <laughs> because it's scary leaving Nashville because you know that everything's going to keep moving and everybody's going to keep progressing without right. you. And, two, I had no idea what my everyday life was going to look like in the next 24 hours, right. you know. I was like, everything's going to change. You were living on a boat. Yeah. I was like, I have no idea what anything's going to be like and change is so scary to me especially when it's so drastic like mm-hmm. that and um yeah, that's i just not like cried. getting a haircut i just cried and cried and then people would be like okay i'm going to go home and leaving the party and then i would just cry harder <laughs> <laughs> tim will t- tim was there he'll tell you about it he was like everybody just was start I there? uh no we weren't that good friends <laughs> But Tim was like, everybody just start leaving without saying goodbye to her because I was like, full, full mess, full mess. That'll be the moment that I use on the video. (laughs) (laughs) Was I there? No. No. (laughs) Actually, I I probably didn't get invited. (laughs) It's fine. I don't really remember when, like what, what the circumstance of you and I becoming better friends was. I think when I came back from the ship, I started playing tour stop. A lot more often. Mm-hmm. I mean, the 2020, and then I played a couple things during the a summer of the and summer stuff, shows right? And with then the, with the sneeze curtain, right? And then I think in the fall and the holidays, when everybody else like leaves, I was here, um, and like a couple other people, and you were here, and I think just I was at Belcourt like mm-hmm. every night, and we we just kind of formed this group of people, right? You know, and that. Same. I feel like that happens every holiday season here. There's just like a group of people that are still here, the, and we're all just on don't tour. Go home. <laughs> yeah. Like I felt that this year because I had planned on going home in July this mm-hmm. month, and it's like gas cost eighty dollars a gallon. So I was like, well, mm-hmm. I don't want to. I don't need to see my old childhood bedroom this bad. Yeah. And <laughs> then my family were like, Well, when are you? When are you coming home again? <laughs> And I was, like, that. I was like, it Christmas, sounds like that. Christmas probably. Mm. And they're like, that's so long. And I'm like, yep. Sorry. Sorry. It's like when, yeah. when I go home, I don't really have anything to do. Yeah, it's kind of hard. I mean. All, all my stuff here, all my friend is here. Like, Right. I love going back to Utah. I really? try to go back as often as I can. My family doesn't even live there anymore, but I just like to go back for scenery. Interesting. You know, I yeah, love... Yeah, we don't have that in Columbia, exactly. Missouri. <laughs> I'm like, I just like to There's go back corn. to be in the mountains and, you know. Yeah, I don't I don't go home very often just because, like, the only thing to do in Columbia, Missouri is drink. Yeah. It's like, in a beer, like, they have $1 Coors Lights night. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> it, I, I'm not... It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So, it's like, I, I just couldn't... I couldn't 
bring myself to just let that mm-hmm. be my life. So when I was in college, like I knew that I always wanted to go do music somewhere. Right. So I visited Nashville once and I was at Tin Roof Broadway sitting at the bar at like, does it open at 10 in the morning or something? Tin Roof? Tin Roof. Well, any I don't any know. of those Broadway bars. <laughs> they usually, I think they're open at 10 or 11, but I was mm-hmm. there before noon and I was just drinking a Budweiser, watching the music and some stranger just comes and sits next to me and he's like, hey, what's up? And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Hey, buddy. He goes, you from out of town? I was like, yep. Just hanging out. He goes, yeah. cool, you're going to love it here. And he and I just sat and talked for a while. Aww. And I was like, oh, people are so nice here. And yeah. he, he didn't He didn't ask why I'm drinking before noon. Yeah, it's just like a, what's up? <laughs> He's just like, what's up? I'll have one too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I, I moved to Nashville in 2017, and I was just, I just like, well, it's either stay in Columbia, Missouri, and work at my candy store, and drink one dollar Coors Light or do something yeah I think so many people when they move here it's like they feel they've reached the glass ceiling Mm -hmm. of like where they're currently living or at and there's so many people that are like I really you know I was playing all the time in my small town or I was a the small town musician and and I was the big deal in my hometown and then you just feel like you can't really do much more while living there you know that's I felt that way. I was like, I'm going to end up in Nashville at some point. I didn't think I was going to go to Belmont, but... No one grows up dreaming of moving to Utah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I now dream of moving back one day, but... No one dreams of growing up and moving to Boone County, Missouri. <laughs> my elementary school... Maybe. My, my first... Like, my kindergarten school was called Two Mile Prairie. That's so cute. <laughs> because it was on a... You guessed it, two, two mile, mile long prairie. prairie. <laughs> yeah, it was like I, I needed something else. And honestly, yeah. if I wasn't in music, I probably wouldn't live in Nashville. Yeah, because like I, I love like big big metro city life, but I also need scenery. Like yeah, I agree. There needs to be mountains or ocean, and what we have here is woo girls. Yeah, I feel like I would live in New Orleans if I. New Orleans is pretty nice. I love New Orleans. It's my favorite place have you, on the planet. Have you done Bourbon Street, Bourbon Street style? Um, I have. Uh, I say I love New Orleans, though, because of like just walking around in the daytime and going to all the galleries and seeing. It's a, it's a very there's pedestrian just, city. It's so eclectic. And mm. it's so, there's just so many artistic people just doing all types of different things. And there's a lot of artistic people in here in Nashville. It's not the same. It, but it's like. New Orleans is just was vibrant. It's unlike any place I've ever been in my life. Yeah. And you can go to so Cafe du Monde and get yes. a beignet. <laughs> and uh, Cafe Olay. Mm. 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 Yeah. You work at a coffee place. Do you ever I make do. that for yourself? Yeah. I was telling someone today about Cafe Olay's and they were like, I was like, yeah, is that not a menu item? No, not for us. I mean, at some places it is, but it's just like, it's kind of like a standard, you know, it's like, it's like ordering coffee, a black one, coffee. Yeah. It's like, oh, can I get a cafe au lait? Like, most sure. most baristas should know what that is. So it's it's steamed milk and black coffee, right? Yeah, it's like two-thirds drip coffee and then one-third steamed whatever kind of milk. When did you get into coffee worlds? I started working at a shop when I was a sophomore in college. Oh, wow. So 2015. And um, I became the manager there within, like, I know. <laughs> I was, like, full-time going to school. I was working for radio, and then I was managing this shop. Okay. Which was smaller than Nathan Roast. 
um, which is where I work. I don't know if that's kosher to say where I, mean, I work. You can say where you work. People are going to find me. <laughs> People know where I work. Um, but, yeah, it was, it was definitely smaller. It was like a big house. It was called Ophthalmology, um, and it was on uh, West End, and it was okay. like this big house, and you could rent out like rooms and stuff um, to like businesses who were coming for like a meeting or something cool. like that. It was cool. And we did like bridal showers and stuff, but my I, we, we were like – a cafe, so and we did food too, and that was probably I worked there for like three or four years, okay. and then I had a couple other coffee jobs that I hated, so I won't say where they were. I've been there; uh, they were a nightmare. And then I ended up at Ethan Roast, and that's where I've been since 2019. Oh, so you've been there for a long time. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. kind of a big deal there. Yeah, you're kind, kind of, of like a celebrity. <laughs> are you? Are you the GM? Yeah, so it's me and this other girl kind of run the whole show. Yeah, because uh, you're my friend Sarah. You're I'm not gonna say other girl. <laughs> I just don't know if she wants me to say her name on a podcast. But <laughs> yeah, I always like going to Eighth and Roast and mm-hmm. seeing you there. Yeah, it's a just makes me feel happy. You know, yeah. there's an Eighth and Roast not too far from our office here. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the is that the original? 8th, yeah, the one on Eighth Avenue. Avenue. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. But I mean, it's not like they're gonna call it like Eighth and Douglas Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Ethan Douglas. I've, I've seen all of these apartment buildings going up lately that are mm. just calling themselves the location. Like, we're, we're Eighth and Wedgwood. And you're like, that's just that's just directions. That's just where you are. <laughs> that's just where you are. Where's <laughs> the creativity? Are you a, are you a uh, directions person? Like, are you good at getting around? Uh, I feel like in Nashville, I yeah, I don't really use my maps that much. But do you ever think about how like our parents and like our dads, right? Probably, how to use like maps like, and yeah, shit? Yeah, so I took sixty five <laughs> to fifty five to fifty seven. Fifty seven connects to sixty four. Sixty four connects up to oh seventy, God. and seventy will take you to sixty three. And you're like, wow, I'm in Jefferson City, Missouri. I'm like, are you speaking in tongues? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, what language is this? <laughs> yeah, that's how every time I talk to like an older person, they're like, oh, you could just go take this highway out and then this exit and then this and then you turn here. And I'm like, my dad loves to do send that. Send me an address. <laughs> he's, my dad send, or my dad talks to me about Nashville roadways all the mm. time. And he's like, yeah, so you take 155 North. And I'm like, what? What is 155? Is that 155 a real North, thing? 155 North, I think is Elliston Parkway. <laughs> He's I'm like, like no. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> yeah, I, was like, I was like, you're using like tech, the technical interstate term. Right. But it's also, that'd be like, I mean, take, yeah, take Old Hickory. I, I just live right off of Old Hickory. <laughs> and in Nashville, Old Hickory is everywhere. Have you yeah, seen the, Old Hickory is Old Hickory every literally street. goes all the way around Nashville, yeah. mm-hmm. except it's in four separate segments, none of which are connected. Right. Yeah, so if you say you live off of Old Hickory, technically so does everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> you say you live off of Old Hickory, fuck, fuck you. you. <laughs> if, you <laughs> if you don't chew Big Red, then fuck you. <laughs> well, that that's a good point for a commercial break. We'll be right back with the Nashville Tour Stop Podcast. <laughs> back with the Nashville Tour Stop Podcast. This week, we are joined by my friend, the blondest (laughs) hair in the studio. (laughs) Your hair is probably blonder than mine. Is it? Yeah. Miss Becca Trimmel. (laughs) But uh, Becca, you've got some new new music coming out, but before we get to the new music, let's talk about some of your your previous releases. So 
uh, in the time that I've known you, you've mm-hmm. put out, I believe, uh, two singles, maybe three. Yeah. Um, but let's let's go back to uh, the first of which we've got on the table here. I can't hate you. Ah, uh, yes. So when when did I can't hate you come out? I can't hate you came out in the fall of 2020, I believe. Okay. Yeah. During the the COVID year. It was year. November 20 something of 2020. I can't hate you. you. But I try to. It's an actual clip from the song that you can listen to. <laughs> so that's one of my favorite things to do is sing lyrics to my friend's mm-hmm. songs. But do it in this voice. Yeah. She's got that magic. It's kind of hard to explain. <laughs> We've always had it. We've always had it. What a fire song, though. I love you, Brandon. He's I like you, Brandon. <laughs> He's been he's been out on the road with uh, yeah. Tierra. So Sammy and oh yeah, she's playing in yeah. that band, isn't she? Mm-hmm. Badass! Look I at know. our friends go. They're killing it. Doing cooler shit than we and are. And we're drinking <laughs> in a small room. Just drinking in a on soundproof a Sunday studio on a afternoon. Sunday. <laughs> Woo! Yep. So uh, I can't hate you. Um, and then followed by the piano ballad, Clay. <laughs> That song gets me right in the feels. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> and uh, you've got a new song coming out. Mm-hmm. What's that called? Relapse. Relapse. Yeah, I've had it for a long, long time. So I'm excited to finally what put is, it out. Uh, what is the story behind Relapse? And you can be as vague or Ooh. specific as you <laughs> Spicy. like. Spicy. Um, so I wrote it around the same time that I wrote I Can't Hate You and Clay. Okay. Um, and basically... <laughs> What had happened was (laughs) I was in an on and off relationship for like seven years. A while. A long time. I remember I was into you when I when I met you (laughs) and but you were you were off from being on a spicy podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um Surprise. (laughs) I love you. This is where I confess my love to girls. (laughs) While you have them on the podcast. That's fair. That'll go viral. (laughs) (laughs) This week on Guy Bears His Soul. (laughs) This this week on Nashville Tour Stop, Man Bears His Soul. (laughs) Lord. Anyways. (laughs) Relapse. Relapse. Yeah, so we were on and off for like seven years. And I, this was during an off period. And I feel like, for me, I just could not control how I felt about mm-hmm. this person. And I remember we hadn't been speaking for a few months. And it was like, a, I'm done. This is over. Like, fuck that guy. <laughs> like, I am Nailed so it. over it. And then just a one moment of weakness of just like, or. <laughs> oh. Or. <laughs> and I literally, I remember I had just got out of the shower. It was probably one, two in the morning. And I... Just got, I got in my car and I didn't have shoes on and I had a towel in my hair, which that's hot. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> and, and I no drove, shoes, no, <laughs> no towel. Shoes. There was a towel on my head. With no my shoes, hair. towel. You've got service. <laughs> no Christ. shoes, some towel, some service. Uh, so we drove to, we, we me, I drove to you. um his apartment that I'd been to once because it was like a new apartment. And Booty call. yeah, no. I was just like, I need to talk to this person right now. Like, I just need, we need to figure some things out. And I just, I miss talking to them. And I got to his apartment and I didn't have the address and I'd been there one time. So I just did it based off memory and it was across town too. 
in the middle of the night, and I got to his door, and I knocked, and he didn't answer. And I was like, "Awkward." Oh my god! I was like, "What if there's a girl in there?" You know, I just started thinking all these horrifying thoughts. And so I got in my car and I drove home. And I just remember thinking when I got home, I was like, "Oh my god, I'm crazy!" Like that is crazy. That and is kind of crazy. And I can't, and I can't control like what I do or say because of this person. Because when it's good, it's great, and when it's bad, it's terrible. Terrible. It's devastating. It's like God. And so I wrote Relapse within the few days after that, basically writing about like what would have happened, you know, what could have happened if he had answered the door, mm-hmm. and um, and just about all those moments. And it was I was also listening to a lot of like rhythmic things at the time. Like I was listening to a lot of John John Bellion, mm-hmm. and I loved how he like phrased things. And I never really done anything with rhythm and phrasing, so I was like, I'm just gonna try it. And you know, I started playing it out, and people. It was like immediately people's favorite song of mine. And it was like always a song people came up to and they were like, man, I feel that. Or man, you know, they're like, when are you putting that out? And that was years and years ago. And I'd be like, soon. (laughs) No. (laughs) Three years later. (laughs) So so I, yeah, I've... I'm just glad I'm putting it out. It's been a long time coming, and I. So you I really were just telling me about the the whole social media strategy kind of behind it, but yeah. um, each of these singles has been a different uh, art form. Art form. Yeah. Uh, would Would you talk about that a little bit? Because I've seen I've seen all of these things, yeah. and I'm familiar with this. But uh, what, tell tell the listeners what what your whole idea behind this and why it all kind of is matching your brand as Becca Tremel. So I haven't fully been like open about it but with each song i've been emphasizing a different art form as Mm -hmm. i go starting with i can't hate you so with i can't hate you i wanted to emphasize photography and so i did all the polaroids and like in the cover shoot i'm like in the literal photo i'm like holding my little polaroid Mm -hmm. camera camera and i've got little pictures all around me and because i i just felt like i can't hate you the lyrics were just moments kind of very specific moments captured in time, kind of like photos. And um, so I wanted to put that in the photography column. And I came up, yeah, anyways, we'll get there. So then with Clay, (laughs) I was like, obviously Clay has to be battery. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I actually started this whole idea based off of the song Clay because the whole idea of Clay was going from somebody's art to an artist myself, right? Feeling manipulated and really just molded by this person, by this relationship, changed potentially for the worse, (laughs) and then becoming my own person and Mm -hmm. who has my own beliefs and I create my own art. Like, I'm not somebody else's muse. So that was the whole journey here. And I wanted to emphasize that as the main journey of every song that I do put out for this whole project. And so with Relapse, um, the emphasis is writing. And I wanted to do that mainly because writing is my favorite art form. Naturally. (laughs) And Relapse was my favorite song that I wrote for this group. And, you know, when I think of writing and reading and that kind of stuff and authors and just all the books that I read growing up, especially like young adult, like – they just romanticize these toxic relationships where you're just like, oh, yep. my God, this up and down thing is so passionate and that's what I want. And then you're like in one and you're like, this is, this is a the worst nightmare. Time of my life. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is an absolute nightmare, you know. And then when it's good, it's. 
Probably right. like drugs. Right. <laughs> Probably like mushrooms. <laughs> and so that's why I wanted to use writing for, for relapse is because cool. of how much I've romanticized toxicity in my past in reading and writing. And um, yeah, so what I'm doing is I'm kind of using like different symbols for each song. So like with I Can't Hate You, I was using my little Polaroid camera. Mm-hmm. And for Clay, I was doing like the statue thing and the- and The music video for and the Clay music is video. remarkable. Thank you so much. Yeah, that was super fun. And then for featuring I Can't Timothy Hate Miles. You. Featuring Timothy Miles. Featuring Timothy Miles. Um, I call him Timbo. I call him Two-Step and Timmy. <laughs> Two Step and Timmy. Yeah, we have this joke that we're like rival dancers, and his name is Two Step and Timmy, and I'm Donna Dance. <laughs> and when we meet, we say, I say, oh my God, is that Two Step and Timmy? <laughs> and then he looks at me and he says, Donna Dance. <laughs> and then nothing happens. <laughs> so you've also done uh, some fun videos with. Yeah. Um, Tim and Ryan Bowie. <laughs> so back in May of 2022, they did a showcase together at the basement for mm. Nashville Tour Stop. Yeah. And how many videos was it? Like a four, four <laughs> I video think we series. We did four. We were planning on like two or three, and then it ended up being this whole thing. <laughs> yeah, but it was a, it was this like old school noir, black yeah. and white yeah. about. <laughs> Which uh, actually went very well <laughs> with it leading did. into the relapse. Very well because yeah. uh, Tim was missing. Yeah, Tim was and gone. Couldn't find him. You you followed clues to find Tim in right. a basement. Yeah. He's like, but the show is in a basement. <laughs> and and you're like You just spoiled the Netflix document. <laughs> it's it's in the basement. Yeah. The <laughs> Spoiler iconic alert. venue. But oh uh, that was a that was a fun little video series. Yeah, that was um, ridiculous. <laughs> we, Did you spend just a day doing that together? So we had been talking about doing some form of promo, and I thought, I mean, I wanted to do it all together, and we right. uh, we did, we all did, because it's like we wanted it to be like a community thing and a right. camaraderie thing. We all do really like each other, and we're all friends. So we decided to do. I remember I I literally was like texting them, and I could probably pull it up, but uh. Tim was like, so how do we want to do this um, this promo shoot? And I was like, oh, I'm thinking. And I came up with the idea and then randomly texted them. And I was like, what if Tim's missing? And we just did like a detective <laughs> like <laughs> show of us trying to find Tim and everything's really stupid. And then I sent a voice memo and I was like, and we also talk like this. <laughs> and it's, a, it's an old school timey movie. <laughs> and Tim was like, love it. Let's do it. <laughs> Yeah, and Ryan was like, "I'm on board," and, and then, everyone loved it. Yeah, we like it was so funny because I had like a general idea of how you know we wanted to do each episode, and I was writing out different like potential scripts or things we could say or the storyline for each episode. And then when we would get there to film, it just like went off the rails. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, and then this happens, and then this happens, and we were just kind of doing it in the moment. It was so funny. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's just like. <laughs> I just wanted, uh, we wanted to do something that I hadn't really seen before for, you know, promoting a show, so. That was a very unique way to promote a show, too. Yeah. It was just, like, fun, you know? And people people see that because there's so much, I mean, we're, we're all on the internet and, like, mm-hmm. there's there's so much. You see these videos on TikTok that are clearly staged. Right. And you watch it and I, you, I want to boo so hard <laughs> that the people who made it can hear yeah. me. Ours was, like intentionally staged. Yes. And see, intentionally corny. <laughs> yeah. People like that. Yeah. But the 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 
unintentionally corny, the people right. who are trying to be cool. Right. It's like, I, I see all these people, it's like, I'm going to play my inappropriate song for my grandma. She has no idea what's coming. <laughs> and it's, it's like, there's no way you're like, hey, grandma, get into the car. We're not going anywhere. I'm right. going to film you. Yeah. And just react. And then, <laughs> just... then you see this like 85-year-old woman go, <gasps> no! And you're like, yeah, that... How many takes was this? <laughs> you know, you know, like that seemed a little, uh, a little, little canned there, Grandma. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just think it's cool to think of just different ways to promote shows too. Like, I think a month before that, me and um, Eli Gable and Brandon Ellis did a show, and our those whole, videos were also <laughs> very funny. Our whole promo idea—we didn't have any idea what we were going to do, and we all got to Brandon's house, and um, we were like, "So, like, what's the idea?" And I was like, what if our promo is us trying to figure out what the promo is? <laughs> so we just... And see, I love how snarky and mean you were in those videos. I know. We were just like, what if I wanted it? We wanted it to be like The Office. Uh-huh. And so we were just Where like. Where the camera was yes, a character exactly, too. Exactly. Just moving from person to person. And um, Blake, Brandon's brother, was like filming. And he did so good. And we were just like thinking of like cheesy edits kind of thing. And we you just gotta filmed. gotta give, gotta give. <laughs> give yourself some songwriting lessons because come on. <laughs> or like the, we wanted to do like the, the the talking heads, like interviews and stuff. And then we were each doing it. And then they just made mine like a whole video. And I literally sounded so mean. But I was like, this, this is pretty funny. So. I loved it when Brandon is like, I need to play this song. <laughs> I, Cut. <laughs> I have a guitar. <laughs> Give me a guitar. I have the guitar. That was, oh, my God. It's so funny. So there will be more music coming from you, but are you going to do a video for Relapse? Yeah, that's the plan. Okay. Um, uh, Hopefully. I'm talking. We're talking right now about it, but um, the my friend Tyler with Wingman Visuals, who did Clay. Sweet. We were going to do one for Relapse. Um, I just I sent him the whole, like, I with videos, I type out a whole idea like time stamped and everything mm-hmm. of when I want shots and stuff and that's what we did for Clay when we met for the first time and wow. I was like here's my idea and I was like trying to explain it to him because when you think about the video without looking at it it's like what? What is happening <laughs> Exactly but he totally got it was on board was like this is so unique and cool absolutely. It was a very unique video idea because I know you've also seen those music videos of I'm playing on a mountaintop. <laughs> I'm in a field. <laughs> yeah. Boring. Uh, yeah. Your, so, it, it was creative art in every in every sense I of it. Ju- yeah, I, I just didn't want... I mean, it was my first music video, so one, I was terrified to do it. And <laughs> two, I didn't want it... Like, the music video should further tell, tell the story, in my opinion, and also promote the song. But, like, I'm not going to spend, like, a ton of money on something that's just... You know, where I look Half-assed. pretty or like, or I'm just right. running through a field kind of thing, you know, just to say that I did a music video. I was like, I want, I know what I want the music video to be. I've had this idea for years since right. I wrote the song. And, um, and also it could be done really badly and look not good. And Tyler did an amazing job. He did mm-hmm. so good. And I'm just so happy with how it turned out. And I'm hoping we can do something similar with Relapse, which is also a very creative story in the music video, I hope. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be brilliant. Yeah, so we'll see. Well, let's uh, let's call it a day today. Would you please tell people where they can find you online, where they can check out your music? Yeah. Where they can find you in real life? So you can subscribe to my OnlyFans at... <laughs> 
at at <laughs> little eye and Becca. No, 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 don't do that. I don't know. That's not real. I don't know whose profile that is. Um, someone's gonna go check. <laughs> yeah, probably. I'll probably check after this. Tim. Um, <laughs> Tim, don't you dare. Um, uh, no, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, TikTok, TikTok, all those things at little eye and Becca. Like the cat. Little Lion Becca. And that's, <laughs> that's a reference to the uh, Mumford & Sons song, right? <laughs> I don't even, I mean, like, no. <laughs> little Lion Man. This is what happened. You're this like, is, I'm this just is a little story. Lion Becca. This is the story of my name, really quick. Uh, my best friend in Utah, her name is Rachel, and she is a pageant queen. She's an actress. She was Miss Utah <gasps> in the Ooh. Miss USA pageant. Um, she's done all these things. She's basically, she's Famous. She was in swim week this week. She's a whole thing. So we were in her bed one night and having sleepover, chill. And, uh, <laughs> I wish you and, guys could have seen my face. And um, she was like, I need a new username. And okay. my username at the time was uh, Little Mermaid Becca. <laughs> little roommate? Little Mermaid. <laughs> little Mermaid. Why? Because I love mermaids. Oh, okay. Uh, that's good, anyways, I guess. See, that's fine. And uh, uh, she was like, come up with my username and I'll come up with yours. And I was like, okay. So we like switched phones. And I came up with Salty Rachel for her <laughs> because she lives in Salt Lake City. And oh. uh, it was like, she it literally became her whole like Is that still blog. her Instagram? Yeah, it's still her Instagram Man, to so you, you came up with so, a good one. And so she uses that as like the brand. Like she is salty. She's Salty Rachel. <laughs> and then she came up with Little Line Becca for me. So Aww, and that stuck. It. Yeah. And I was like, I lions are like my favorite animal, and I have the mane. So I was you like, you do have yeah, the mane. I love it. The the big blonde ish hair. Right there, you go. Yep, uh, and you can also stream all of her music on Spotify, Apple Music, mm-hmm. uh, any place that you find music. I would assume. Yeah, LimeWire. So. Yeah, I think it's on LimeWire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, LimeWire is relaunching as an NFT platform, though. Had you heard that? No. Yeah. What? <laughs> LimeWire is relaunching uh, artist careers, but using it as a platform to buy and sell NFTs now. So interesting. From from its humble beginnings of just giving away everyone's music to giving away and selling fake pictures, <laughs> something like that. I don't know too much about NFTs. I don't even know what that Nift. means. <laughs> Non-fungible tokens. It's a cryptocurrency oh, thing. Okay, we I've actually been wondering that. about that for a while. I don't I, know. I don't know too much about it. What's an NFT? Don't don't. Uh, it's non-fungible token. Non-fungible. Yeah, Fung- I don't know what that word means, but what is fungible? <laughs> Not mm, 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 no idea. Okay, <laughs> but uh, go stream uh, Becca's music. Follow her on uh, socials on. Spotify. Uh, what is the release day of Relapse? This Friday. Friday this week? Yes, July 29th, so baby. This episode will be out after that. So go stream Relapse now. <laughs> Tell me how you like it. We'll put the uh, link to the song in the episode description. Sick. So you can just click it and you can be like, bang, bang, boom. Take me from Spotify right here to Becca's next song. Yay. So uh, in the meantime, uh, you can follow us on uh, social media at Nashville Tour Stop. Please leave us a five-star review on your uh, podcast platform. Remember to follow us. Uh, share us with your friends if you like this stuff. Tell people about it. If you hate what's happening here, good for you for making it this far. Yeah. Also, Aaron will Venmo you $5 if you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> 
Uh, that was selective listening. That was the wrong show. <laughs> you can listen to me on my vibes. other podcast. It's selective listening where we just sit and drink and talk about nothing. This actually, is basically what we've been doing. <laughs> yep. Uh, but you can check us out at NashvilleTourStop.com. Uh, you can see our full live event calendar there as well. You can come see us at the live shows. We do shows Mondays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays right now. But uh, this fall, there will also be a Thursday show. can't talk about that yet Um, thank you to those of you who came to uh, Nashville Pool Stop that was a blast I'm saying that in the uh, past tense as though right now uh, it hasn't happened yet but by the time this is out it'll have already happened but y'all thank you so much for listening to the Nashville Tour Stop podcast this week follow us on our socials and share us like hell but until then remember all roads lead Right, right back here, here to the Nashville, Nashville Tour Stop. Yeehaw, motherfucker. motherfucker.